every advisor has overheard someone on our team interacting with a client of ours and thought to themselves, "Ugh, I would have totally said that differently. Or gosh, I wish they would have said it like this. Then you have to go and find the time with your team member to coach him or her on what to say the next time they run across that situation and then cross your fingers and hope that they will remember to say it exactly the way that you said it and with the different points and all of the things that you'd want them to say, right? Well, there is a solution to ensure that they are using the language you want. It's called a guided response document. And in this episode, I'm going to share with you how you and your team can build one out. So no matter who answers the phone, the perfect response is always given. No matter who answers the email, they'll do it in the way that you want it with the language and all of the points that you prefer. Imagine having a cheat sheet for almost everything your front office might run into every day, right? Clients calling in with frustrations over the market dropping, clients pushing back on your scheduler and asking for times for a meeting outside of your model week's time slots, or maybe a new potential client calls in acquiring about your fees. It sounds pretty great, doesn't it? And the good news is it's super easy to build and then to build out over time. And in this episode, I'm going to give you the framework and explain exactly how to do just that. Let's go. And look, I know you're here because you know it is possible to have an abundance of energy left over at the end of the workday and at the end of the work week for your family and still have your dream business. You know what I'm talking about, the business that you are running instead of it running you. If you're new to the Efficient Advisor, welcome. I'm so glad you're here. I'm Libby Grywe, and I started from scratch, built and sold by age 37, a 100% referral-only planning practice that I grew to seven figures as a solo advisor, all while working just three days a week and taking off 14 weeks a year. I'm here to just walk alongside you and to show you how to do exactly the same thing and to help you take immediate action on the most important strategies for scaling, organizing, and creating less stress and overwhelm in your business. We are about to transform your practice, so move over overwhelm, get out of the way exhaustion, and don't even think about it, Advisor ADD. It is time to take that one right next step to build a business and a life that you love. Okay, so today we are diving into this idea of a guided response document. So what is it? Basically, a guided response document, it's essentially just a comprehensive tool that equips your team with structured guidelines for responding to you know, anything a client could come up with, right? An inquiry, an issue, maybe client feedback. It serves as a kind of collecting point. I don't know what I, what's the word I'm looking for. Just like this, this place that you can go to that will have clear and consistent instructions for crafting effective responses and the responses that you want in the language that you want in the way that you would say it. 
So that's basically a container. That's the word I was looking for, a container for these responses. Because one of the things that I hear all the time from advisors and I experienced in my own practice was listening and you know, I'd overhear someone on the phone and be like, oh gosh, really what I, so I'll give you an example. I only worked on Mondays, Tuesdays, and Thursdays. The vast majority of my clients did not know that I only worked three days a week, right? They had no idea. And what I preferred for my team to say when a client called and they were trying to book an appointment on Wednesdays and Fridays was something to the effect of, you know, Libby, in order to you know make sure that she's getting everything done that she needs to done and to deliver the high level of you know client experience or customer service that you know, our clients are used to, she only holds appointments on Mondays, Tuesdays, and Thursdays. And you know instead, I can remember hiring a, a new staff person and hearing them on the phone saying, "Oh, she doesn't work on Wednesdays and Fridays." And it was like, "Oh shoot, no, that's not what we say." And it's next to impossible when you're training somebody or bringing a new team member in to literally download your entire brain and think of all of the potential things that you could possibly say. So, if you listened to the previous week's episode, we talked. Uh, you know, I was talking to Penn Mutual had their. Uh, advisors teams on a a call that I was doing a keynote for. And we were talking about just keeping information organized and like, where do you go find this information? And so something that should exist in your standard operating procedures is a guided response document. This is a living, breathing document that over time, as you think of responses or as your office experiences changes new things, maybe you're not working Fridays anymore. Maybe the whole office is closed on Fridays. Maybe you're closing for three weeks at Christmas. I don't know. You do you. But as you're experiencing new things, you're going to want to craft responses and make them available and easy to find so that your team can provide the right response that matches your brand, that's said in the language that you want it to say and conveys the message that you want it to convey, right? So client experience is not at the center of the answer, oh, Libby doesn't work on Wednesdays and Fridays. (laughs) We are wanting to reiterate that, hey, Libby runs a really streamlined practice, right? So she's holding, these are the days she's holding her meeting, kind of end of story, full stop. She She holds her meetings on Mondays, Tuesdays, and Thursdays. Um, and we don't go outside of that for many, for a variety of reasons, right? And giving your team the tools to answer those questions so that they don't feel awkward. Uh, another example, I can remember when I used to work, you know, when I first started my business, I worked like all the time, right? I went from that 70 to 80 hours a week down to 24. And as I was whittling down to 24, I had clients that were used to me meeting with them on Saturday morning or Friday afternoon. And it became kind of some pushback of, oh, well, she used to do this. Or what do you mean she doesn't do evening appointments anymore? Or, you know, as you kind of start to change your schedule or different parameters happen within the office, wanting to make sure your team doesn't feel awkward um, or have a hard time answering those questions, especially because we hire people who are so sweet and so kind, unless you're on the East Coast, right? You guys have like a whole vibe and I'm here for it. And I wish I could be as blunt as you all are. I work with a team in Connecticut and a team in Boston. And I tell you what, when I call their office, I just love how like frank, but kind their teams are. So me being from the Midwest and everything's Midwest nice. And we try to, you know, over accommodate. This was a really big challenge because I hired super sweet people and they had a hard time, especially when it came to pushing back. So I found that by equipping them with the right language 
in a very Midwest friendly, super kind way of saying something, giving them those tools and teaching them how to do it. But having a receptacle or this container of where they could go to find kind of typical responses or ideal responses to a wide variety of potential customer interactions was really important to me. So the guided response document is designed to create number one, consistency, right? When a client reaches out to your business, they are expecting a consistent level of service, regardless of who responds to them. And they are expecting a consistent brand voice. Your brand has an identity, and if it doesn't, it should. (laughs) And we want to have this baked into our DNA, right? We want to have our voice, our identity, um, you know, if we if you Google brand pillars, or if you're in our group coaching program, we we went through brand pillars at kind of the beginning to do some foundational work before we started building out our processes. But you want to have a brand voice that you speak in. So we want to make sure that no matter who responds or answers the phone, that they've got kind of this standardized approach, just ensuring a uniform client experience. It also needs to be a document designed for efficiency and speed, right? With a ready-made template and instruction kind of at their fingertips, your team can respond more quickly through email um, and even over the phone can pause, take a second and find the perfect response and efficiently answer customer questions in the way that you want them to be answered. This not only you know impresses customers or clients, but it also frees up your team's time to handle a higher volume of requests, right? Or they don't feel as shaken or awkward or after they get off the phone, like, oh gosh, I wish I would have had. I mean, I can remember seeing, we had this amazing front office person named Lisa and she was so, so sweet. Like you don't find sweeter people on this planet. And I can just remember her having an interaction with a client where the client was really pushing back on her, I think about my schedule and and meeting times, like how far out we were booking. And I just know she felt so rattled by it that it kind of threw her off for a little while. Um, I can remember her kind of wandering around, making me coffee and like doing some like kind of just putzing around. And you could tell she was just kind of upset by it. And she wasn't able to get back to those tasks, you know, right away. A Guided response document also just improves accuracy. It minimizes the risk of errors or miscommunications in your customers' interactions with your clients, and your team just feels better equipped to be more accurate and give well-informed responses. So let's say a client is emailing in about the market dropping. Like I just, you know, let's, let's be honest. I started my business back in 2004. So went through lots, especially 2008, lots of market drops, lots of market fluctuations and clients would call or email in and whoever answered the phone needed a really good response, you know, like the, Hey, we're aware of this. And, um, just side note, if you are in the group coaching program, you are going to get the guided response template document. And if you're not in the group coaching program, we do have another round launching. It's a 10 month group coaching. You can check out the systems to scale systems to scale. Let me say that 10 times fast. Who made up that name? Oh wait, I did. So you can check out the systems to scale group coaching and mastermind program. Our next one launches January 11th. So get excited. It's a 10 month program and you'll get all the templates, tools, resources that we talk about here at the efficient advisor. But anyways, if you're in the group coaching program, uh, I got you, we're going to go through this when we get into, um, some customer interaction type stuff, but 
Long story short, your team will just be better equipped to provide accurate and well-informed responses. So if you as a team are like, hey, we put a market update out on social media, your team will know how to answer the question. Maybe they'll say something to the effect of, we understand and hear your concern. Thank you so much for calling. I know Libby has been working just nonstop with the investment team to just really understand what's going on and what are they doing and how can we actually take advantage of and navigate this current market condition. Libby always likes to share with our clients that she doesn't make knee-jerk reactions, that she likes to work proactively and not just in quick response to something that's happening. And she really wants to any changes that we're making to be well thought out and proactive as opposed to reactive. And this is a top priority for her, I promise. And then, you know, have some direction of, uh, hey, there's also, we just posted a market update and what we're doing over in Libby's thoughts over on our blog. Here's the link or check out our Facebook page or whatever social media you guys are doing. So you can have the concern and so what this looks like for what this looked like for us and you do you, it can be a giant Google Doc, it can be whatever, but what the, the key components are that it needs to be searchable. So your team can type in client meetings and every little concern related or pre-approved response to client meetings will populate or pop up, right? So mine looked like an Excel document. It basically had three columns, one being concern or question, the second one being potential response, and the third one being notes. So in this one, the concern question or whatever your, you know, your first topic keyword is, um, was market concerns. And I have an example then underneath it was worried about market performance. Then you have in the second column, potential response and third column is notes. So mine looked like this first column was under keyword topic issues was market concerns. Then next line down, have example, worried about market. Then under potential response, we have, then we understand in here your concern, blah, 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 everything I just said. And then the third column was notes. And in our notes section, it says direct them to our social media if there's a market update or let them know to watch for one and that one should be coming soon. If they are an A client and you should have your clients to find out, please tell them that you will let me know that they've reached out and send me an email. So that way I can reach out to them directly, whether that's through text message, through email, through a quick phone call, whatever that is. Does that make sense? Let me give you another example because I love, I love me some examples. So let's say you're getting pushback on your, your team answers the phone and they're getting pushback on meeting days, right? And you only work from nine to five. So under keyword topic issues is scheduling clients. And then one of the lines, the example might be pushback on meeting days and times. The potential response could be, hey, I hope you can appreciate that like most professional businesses, our office hours are from nine to five, Monday through Friday. So we unfortunately don't hold evening and weekend meetings, but I do have some openings on a Friday or an end of the day, if that's most helpful, if you're able to scooch out of work early. Does that work for you? Right. And so whatever kind of works for you or what you'd like to have your team do to redirect and to like hear their concern. And there's an episode that I did way back. I'll have to link it in the show notes 
were to some of my favorite phrases in this business. But one of my favorite phrases is, hey, I hope you can appreciate. My director of operations taught me this and I like she used it constantly and I use it all the time. Like, hey, I hope you can appreciate, you know, I have small children and it's really important for me to be around the dinner table with them during, you know, these, these pretty important years. So I'm no longer holding evening appointments or, hey, I hope you can appreciate, uh, we work really hard Monday through Thursday. So our entire office is closed on Fridays so that we can run all the errands and do all the mom things so that we can be fully present for our families on the weekend and show up really refreshed when we get in here on Monday. So you can, you can make anything sound, you know, really, really nice. If you start it with, I, Hey, I hope you can appreciate, uh, it's one of my favorite phrases in business. Okay. So I kind of gave you some guidelines of how to build out. We did an Excel document. I've seen it done successfully many other ways, but here's what we, here's what we need to know in order to get started, right? First of all, you have to understand who your ideal client avatar is. Who is your client? Before you even start drafting responses, it's essential to understand your brand's DNA and your ideal client. You know, what are the common questions or queries? What are their concerns? What tone do they prefer to use in their interactions? What tone do you as a brand prefer to use in your interactions? Knowing your audience is sort of the first step in crafting responses that really resonate with them. I personally love every response to be centered around what's best for your client. I always like to put myself in the client's shoes and say, hey, if, I, if I'm hearing bad news, how would I want to receive that? Or what would I want to be told to me? Or what would be said in a way that makes me understand without hard feelings, right? Like, I really want to meet with you on Fridays, but the whole office is closed on Fridays. Why is that a good thing for me, client? Oh, good. I do want my advisor to be refreshed. I do want her and her team to have time to do all the, you know, the mom things so that they can really spend the weekends with their family and they don't burn out. Or, you know what, you're right. They do work really long hours Monday through Thursday. Maybe you, maybe your team, maybe you are holding evening appointments one day or one or two days a week. And you could add that like, Hey, I hope you can appreciate. We do work a couple evenings a week. And in order to make sure my, I don't totally wear my team out, we're all off on Fridays. There's so many nice ways that you can say that, but understanding who your audience is, like who the audience of these messages is, and how do we craft our message around them? The next thing that you can do is just identify some of those common scenarios. Like what are, and this is where you get your team involved, but what are some of the common things that you get frustrated by or your clients get frustrated by or your team gets frustrated by? Um, So this could be you know, technical questions related to logging in or their website and having some responses ready to go and documents like, Hey, you know, that's actually something like, Oh gosh, I am terrible with technology, but let me, um, give you the phone number to our 1-800 tech service number that will be happy to help unlock your account and get you all set up. Or, um, maybe it's, Hey, you know what? I know looking for those tax documents is super frustrating. I have a document or here's a Loom video that will walk you through exactly how to find those 1099s that you're looking for. Or here's a document that has all the cheat sheets when it comes to taxes, like how to find them and how to have them automatically upload into TurboTax or how you can download them and send them to your CPA or whatever it is that you want to, whatever you want to say. So the third step is kind of crafting some standard responses. And this would really be for me, the way that I would do it, I'd create the outline or the framework for this document and then just fill it in as needed. So asking your team like, hey, what are some of the things that pop up that you feel uncomfortable answering or you don't really have a great answer for? 
And then you could kind of step in and say, I've also heard, or I, I, I prefer things to be said this way, or anytime we're making a change to our office, um, thinking through like, well, what would the potential objections be? How will our clients think or feel about that? And can I craft a response? I also love market related or performance related responses. Those are all really, really good things to have kind of from the get go inside of this document. So we want to encourage our team too to include, you know, kind of empathy and personalization. So while they're copying and pasting or while they're using this document. So for example, um, let's say you have a client kind of pushing back on scheduling. It's so easy for whoever's on the phone to say, you know what, hang on just a minute. I just want to take a look at something. I'll be right back. Put them on hold, go to this on like hyperlink on your desktop, type in meetings and then quickly kind of scan through. I mean, it'll literally take 25 seconds if you're organized and you've got this all kind of done well. Um, if not, go back and listen to the episode on standard operating procedure trees, vaults, digital filing systems, whatever you want to call it. That was last week's episode. So if they can find it quickly and give them a, a hot second to just like, you know, scan it over and then read it to the client in their own words, kind of personalizing it adding their own personal touch while maintaining some professionalism, they don't have to copy and, and, and paste it. Right. Or they don't have to read the response. Libby does not work on Wednesdays because she, you know, no, they can kind of just scan it over really quick and use their own words or their own language to basically reiterate everything that, and it's important that this document gets updated and maintained kind of all the time, right? So your client service will evolve. So should your guided response document. We're going to want to on our CEO days, just once every now and then, and we're talking like once a year, once every other year, this doesn't have to be like a crazy ongoing thing that you have to look at like all the time, but just regularly review and update the document just to keep it relevant, keep it in line with kind of changing client needs or whatever's going on, or maybe the company your company policies have changed. The way you do business has changed slightly. Uh, maybe you get a client calling in who's all fired up because you've been working, you did their financial plan for free for them 5 million years ago, and they referred somebody to you and you quoted a $5,000 planning fee and they're all up in arms about it. Having a response ready to go is super helpful for situations like that for both you and your team, because the benefits of a guided response document are huge, right? First of all, we get improved client satisfaction. Um, consistency and accuracy in responses is super important because it leads to just happier customers and happy customers are loyal customers and loyal customers recommend your business to other people. It, in the, another benefit is it just enhances the team efficiency. Your team can respond faster, handle a higher volume of inquiries, you know, increase their productivity and gives them, like I mentioned with Lisa earlier, uh, you know, it gives them something to say that they, they then don't end up beating themselves up that they didn't have the right answer or the right response for. Or if, a, you know, someone is really pushing back, giving them the tools of like, Hey, say this, then this, if the client is still pushing back, you know, this is when you bounce it to me. But a big piece of it is to empower your team members and equip them so that they feel more confident in those interactions. We want our employees to have job satisfaction and we want to reduce their stress and we want to improve their working environment and having some of these tools in place absolutely does exactly just that. And 
one of the biggest benefits is from a training standpoint. For new hires, a guided response document serves as just a super valuable training tool. It really helps them quickly kind of grasp your business's client service standards. And obviously incorporating a a guided response document into your office can enhance that quality of the customer service interactions, but again, make it consistent from team member to team member. It helps the new employee kind of learn to speak your brand, understand what you value as a company, because what you value will come through in these guided responses. And again, don't overthink it. It doesn't have to be fancy. Like I said, ours was just an Excel document called guided response document. (laughs) I mean, we're talking not fancy, three columns. Um, And then we kind of broke up the categories. So if you're in the group coaching program, you'll see this template, but we broke up the the categories into scheduling, maybe market related, you know, any of those examples that I kind of gave you um, referrals, like here is exactly what we want you to say. Or if a client says like, Hey, I want to refer you to my neighbor, Nancy, what's the best way to do that? Having that already ready to go crafted response that your team can say, oh, actually that's, we are a referral-based business and thank you so much. And then here is what we're going to, you know, and giving them the exact language of here's how that works. You know, do you want them to have their friend reach out to you? No, we want to probably gather their information and reach out to them or I don't know, you do you, whatever way you want, but having it documented so that it is the way that you want is the most important thing. Anyways, I hope you guys found this episode helpful. I hope you will put on your next CEO day a to-do to start crafting a guided response or maybe getting your team involved and sharing at your next team meeting that you want to start creating this uh, guided response document and having people start kind of putting their antennas up and thinking about what they would want to have crafted responses to. Like what are some of the common things that trip them up or cause them concern, or, you know, maybe they stumble or fumble over their words, or they're not exactly sure how to answer it. Start capturing that information. And this is an excellent place to start in your guided response document. And I do suggest having it kind of all in one, one document versus kind of scattered about so that Everybody on the team knows exactly where to go to search for the right response. Then probably quarterly, this is something that you could bring up to the team and see if anyone has anything new that they'd like to add to the document. Or as you overhear things, or as your team comes to you, you know, make this a living, breathing document. It, it's never going to be fully memorialized. Um, you'll want to keep adding to it and don't overthink it. Even if you start with just one guided response, and add one a week or one a month. The goal will be then by the end of the year, you'll have somewhere between like 30, you know, 12 and 35 guided responses and 12 is better than zero. Seven is better than zero. 47 is better than zero. So just get started, do it messy, and you can always come back and make it fancy later. Anyways, I hope you guys found this episode helpful. Hopefully a guided response document is something super tactical, super easy to implement that you can take and start incorporating into your business in the very, very, very near future. I appreciate as always your time and your attention and 
I just so appreciate all the feedback that you guys give me for this podcast. I'm so grateful for it. And I hope that it's been helpful to you. If it has blessed you in your practice in any way, shape, or form, I would so appreciate it if you would do me a solid and subscribe and also give that five-star review, letting other advisors know that you have found something helpful or impactful from this episode or from this podcast that you have used in your business. My goal is to give you super tactical things, you know, mindset's really cool and definitely important. And these big vision or bigger ideas, super important for your business, but that's not this podcast. It's super tactical with hopefully some really, really implementable takeaways for you guys. And I would love to connect with you over in the efficient advisor community on Facebook and hear from you, what you think some additional podcast episodes should be. I'd love to dialogue with you guys and go back and forth on different ideas and things that you can implement in your practice. And you can connect over with me on LinkedIn. Those are the two places that I tend to hang out online. And if you haven't considered it, I would love for you to consider joining our next group coaching program. The systems to scale group coaching program launches again on January 11th. It's a small group mastermind coaching program where we follow a set curriculum to help you build out a ton of processes start to finish in your practice. You can check out theefficientadvisor.com under the coaching tab. You'll see group coaching and you can learn more there about what modules are included and what that program looks like. And I'm super, super excited. We are a couple months into the August start group now. And you guys, it's awesome. It's so fun to see people making momentum, really moving the needle on building out their processes. And of course, I give you all of the tools, templates, checklists, resources, samples, examples, you name it, as much as I can give you to help you build these things out quickly. There's nothing worse in the entire world than staring at a blank piece of paper and not knowing where to start. So not only do we give you the the coaching and the guidance and feedback, but we also give you literally all the things to get you moving in the right direction. So if 2024 is your year, and you are like, yep, this is the year that I'm going to get my back office in order. We're going to get this, you know, this uh, crazy mess organized and we are going to streamline and get all of this crap out of my head and into some paperwork or onto paper so that we can do these processes at a high level super consistently and I can start to automate and I can start to delegate and I can start to streamline everything that we're doing, then check it out because that might be the right fit for you. And if you have any questions about whether or not it's the right fit for you, please don't hesitate to reach out. Thank you guys so much. I hope you have an amazing rest of your week.